0: Happy Friday friends. I have a really fun um, episode for you today. I just did a training in my Facebook group on the four things you need to know so you can start making money in your business. And it was actually a really great training and I thought that um, you would find it useful to listen to as well. So I'm going to share that training with you on this episode. Um, We talk through, like I say, the four things um, that you really need to understand and get right so that you can like open the potential for making money in your business. These are four things that every successful business will have done correctly and every unsuccessful business will have something in these four things not working for them. So these really are very important core foundations of your business. This is also the framework that I use for coaching people through my program, Affirm Foundation. We cover these four pillars. This is what we dig into. So if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking like, yeah, man, I need some work on these things. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing with these. I could use some help. I really need to do some polishing on this to make these better. Um, I encourage you to like to reach out and see if this program would be a good fit for you. Because if you really are having difficulty with these four things, I want to help you so that you can start having success in your business. So reach out to me. Send me an email at hello at dot It'll be in the show notes um the podcast description um and schedule a free clarity call with me so we can just have a quick conversation about you and your business and we can see if this program is a good fit for you based on where you're at what your goals are what your needs are um there's no pressure on these calls they really are designed to just see if it's a good fit for you and if it's not a good fit then that's totally fine um but like i say if you're listening to this episode and you're listening to these four things and you're thinking Hmm, I got some work to do. (laughs) Let me help do the work with you. That's what I'm here for. I'd love to help you do that. Um and you can if you if you like take action on this now, I still have a couple of founding spots um open. The founding spots are at a special discounted price to celebrate the fact that this is new and it's exciting and you would be a founding member of this program. So you're getting a discount as a little thank you from me, a little excitement. Um, there's only, I think there might only be two spots left though. So if you want one of those discounted spots, definitely reach out now. Um, the program, you can still sign up after those spots are gone. Um, it'll just be at the regular price rather than the discounted price. Um, but we can talk about all of that on a call together. So if you would like more information, like I say, send me an email at hello at and let's have a chat and see. So I hope this episode is helpful for you. If you would rather see my face while going through this training, <laughs> you can go to the Faith Filled Business Facebook group um, and watch it in there. Um, but if you are like me and you prefer to do things on the go or while you're busy doing other things, then podcast episodes are perfect. Just hit play and get on with whatever it is you're doing in your life. And yeah, take in these four things and learn how to get that foundation set up for your business. Welcome to Faith-Filled Business, the podcast for Christian entrepreneurs who want to create a firm foundation as they grow their biblical businesses. Are you posting on social media, but just hearing crickets? Are holding yourself back from posting how you really feel because you're afraid people will tune you out? Maybe you've been at this business thing for a while, but just feel like the dots aren't connecting and you're not making any money. You know God called you to run a business. So here's the good news. If he called you, he's gifted you with a special something to help you stand out. All you've got to do is let it shine. Hey, I'm Sarah, wife, new mom, and a coffee addict. I'll blame the baby for that one. It's my mission to teach Christian business owners how to make money with authentic content and copy. When I first started my business, I was afraid to show up as my full self online. So, I copied everyone else, hoping that by using their strategy and messaging, I would follow in their success. But boy, was I wrong. It wasn't until I tapped into the gifts God gave me and created a brand message that really reflected who I was that I started making any money. Once I created a firm foundation for my business that was rooted in the anointing I had, everything felt light, fun, and easy. And now I'm going to help you get to that place too. You can have fun selling. You just need to tap into the gifts God gave you. So, cozy on up with a coffee as we chat about creating a profitable business that's rooted in biblical truths. Let's get started. Yeah, okay, here we are. I wanted to talk through today four things that you need to know before you make any money in your business. Now, okay, let's just clear the air. There's going to be a lot of things that you you need to know <laughs> in order to get a business going successfully. It's there's a lot of moving pieces, but there are, I think, after like several years in business, after helping several business owners with their um, messaging, with their copywriting, I've identified that there are four like key pieces that you need to have that every successful business has that um, every unsuccessful business does not have um that are going to really help get the needle moving, get things rolling for your business and actually help you start like connecting with the right people, sharing what it is that you do and eventually them saying, "Yep, yeah, that sounds great. I'd like that thing. Please and thank you." So, I want to talk you through these four things today. Um and these four things are the pillars of my new program, Firm Foundation. I'm sure you've seen posting about that recently. Um, and so I wanted to walk you what those four pillars are, what they mean, what they're about, um, and just give you that step in the right direction. So if the program is not for you at this time, that's also fine. You're going to be able to use this as a way to get started. Um, and I would encourage you if this stuff is interesting to you and this is stuff that you do need support with, I would encourage you to think about joining um, joining that program with me and going through that coaching with me. Um, but if that's not on the cards for you right now, that's also totally fine. you can use this to get yourself going in the right direction. So what are these four things? The first thing that you need to know, is who you are. Now, if you were at the um, brand identity workshop that we had a couple of weeks ago, um, you'll have already been getting a huge start on this, which is great. Um, for those of you who weren't able to make that workshop, who you are is about your your identity as a business owner, and so this is looking at things like your brand voice, like what do you sound like, what kind of things do you say, what is the like the vibe of of your business, and it's really important that you get this right for you because there are you know how many other business owners out there doing the same thing hundreds of thousands hundreds of thousands possibly there's a lot of people out there that do the same thing that you do and the thing that makes you different is like you your personality the way that you are your experiences those kinds of things that's what really makes the difference that's what's going to get people to Like trust you and work with you it's not the fact that you do xyz because there's loads of other people that do the exact same thing um and what's going to make someone hire you is going to be you (laughs) so it's really important that you allow that personality to come through in your business and in the way that you write in the things that you share the pictures that you take or the graphics that you design it's got to be your personality it's got to feel like you and so that's the first thing that you need to get right, because that's going to inform everything that you do. Having a good sense of your um, your identity, having a good, a good idea of what your brand voice is, is going to help you create the graphics that make sense. It's going to help you pick the right colors and the right visuals. Um, it's going to help you work out what type of content you want to write. It's going to help you work out which platforms you're going to show up on, um, like where you're going to actually market and connect with people. So you need to do that first and get a good sense of who you are first and then you can understand all of these things. The second thing that you need to know is who you serve and it's not just like a superficial oh I serve this group that group it's having a like a really in-depth understanding of who that person is who that group of people are and so for this um you you're going to want to create kind of like an ideal client a target a target audience person an avatar whatever phrase you want to put on it whatever you want to call it and that's going to help you figure out exactly how to connect with that person and how to communicate with that person because rule rule number one for when you're writing is that you have to write with someone specific in mind you have to write with one specific goal in mind you can't even although in your content Loads and loads and loads of people are going to see it, right? Loads of people are going to look at it and think about it, interact with it. But you can't write as if you're talking to 100 people because that just doesn't work. It doesn't come across very well. It comes across as like generic or very vague, um, very disingenuous sometimes. You have to write with one specific person in mind. And so that's the benefit of creating an avatar. And so this is something that we're going to do in my... Next workshop, um, identity. No, that was the last one. Identity is the one that we just had. Calling is the next one. (laughs) And we're looking at who you serve. That's about your audience. Who is that you're called to work with? And so one of the things that we're going to do in that workshop is create an avatar together for your audience so that you have this clear picture in your mind of who they are and what they're like. Um, And so this is the second piece that you need to have correct in your business before you can really start making money because if you don't know who you're talking to um, or if you know who you're talking to but you don't know how to communicate with that person it's going to be very difficult to um, connect with them in the way that you need to in order for them to trust you and to decide to work with you so um, yeah like I said we're going to go into depth in that in the uh, the calling workshop and uh, which is coming up uh, later this month so keep an eye out for for that if this is something that you want to dig more into I'd love to help you with that but for now I want you to think about like what kind of things is it that your your like ideal person is doing with their day what kind of struggles do they face what are the things that they're like sitting there hoping for wishing for thinking about wishing they didn't have to do Um, get into their like headspace get into their mind and think about what they're thinking about because that's going to help you right content that jumps out at them and that relates to them and gets them thinking about the solutions that you offer so that's thing number two is who you serve the third thing that um you need to think about and understand before you can start really seeing that profit come in for your business is what you sell and this is kind of a no-brainer you don't have a business if you're not selling something um and this is just something that we need to come to terms with. I know that sales can be very iffy. Sometimes we feel like as, um, especially as like Christian entrepreneurs, that there's like this boundary that we can't cross or that we're worried about between like, well, this is a ministry or versus this is a business versus this is my calling versus like, how do we make this profitable? Like, should I be making it profitable? We have, we have all these like money in sales issues that come up (laughs) when it comes to this but here's something that i want you to think about and this is on my mind as well i saw someone ask this in a different facebook group this morning and um they were asking for my thoughts on this and the person was asking the difference or what the the boundary is between like getting paid versus it being a ministry Like, What's that fine line? How do you distinguish? Where's that boundary? And here's my perspective on this. If you have a business, then you are a business owner. And if you are a business owner, you have an obligation to make your business successful. That's completely independent of what it is that you're doing, like whether it's also going to be a ministry or whether you have this ministry passion um, to do something on on the side or in like in addition to the business idea that you have. But here's the thing. Most of the time, your ministry is not going to be able to be accomplished without time and finances, right? That's just the nature of the world. It's just how it goes. We either need time to commit to fulfilling a ministry or we need resources to put into a ministry. And it's kind of tricky. It's not Sometimes they can overlap, right? We can find that our business is our ministry, but it is also first and foremost a business and it needs to be successful or you're not really running a business. And so my perspective on this is that you have to sell. Obviously, you're a business owner. You have to make your business profitable. That's your obligation as a business owner. And then once you have that successful business, then look, you have time, you have resources. You can pour those into like, the, the goals that you have. You can pour that into your church, into your community, into your mission and your ministry or other people's missions and ministries. Like you're going to have these resources available to you. And do we not want more resources in the hands of people that are going to do good with it versus hoard it and just splurge and spend it on all the wrong things in the wrong places? Like that's your that's your obligation as like a Christian business owner is to Make yourself profitable so that you have resources that you can use for God's purposes. And so these are the kinds of things that we're going to be looking at with what you sell. A lot of this is just mindset. It's thinking about your approach and your attitude to sales. Um, But what you sell is also about the quality of your offer. So all of that piece out of the way, you need to have something that's worth people's time to buy, right? And that's where sometimes people can like get tripped up or fall down is that they're trying to offer this thing. And you need to make sure that, one, you need to make sure people actually want what you're offering because sometimes you are going to offer something that just isn't needed. You know, the laws of supply and demand do exist. (laughs) And if there's no demand, there's no supply. That's just how economics works. So you need to make sure that there is, in fact, a demand for your product or service. But second of all, a, more commonly, there is a demand, but you don't know how to communicate what it is that you offer. So people don't buy it because they don't really understand it. They don't think that they need it. They don't really know how it connects to the difficulties that they're dealing with. And so, this third component here, what you sell, is all of this wrapped up. It's helping you figure out how to communicate your offer in a way that gets people actually excited about it, that helps them understand. Because one of the things that I've realized particularly as like in my own business but as like a copywriter for other businesses is there's oftentimes a mismatch between what what we think people are looking for and what they're actually looking for so you have to be very particular with the language that you use because um like what's an example off the top of my head that I can use here um I use this word. Yes, I wrote a post about this recently and I think this is this is a really good example for you. So, accountability. <laughs> I wrote a very spicy post about accountability recently. And I stand by it because I think it's I think it's true. Nobody actually looks for accountability. Not really. Like a lot of people say that they're looking for accountability for things. But when it comes down to it, you're not really after accountability. You're after the results that the accountability is going to help you get. And so this is an example of like when you're selling your offer, say you are in the fitness industry, right? And you're trying to help people lose weight and keep that weight off. You may say that you're not, you know, oh, we're going to get you accountable. We're going to hold you accountable. We're going to have this whole accountability scheme. And it's like, yeah, that's very great. That's important. That's very useful for people. But That's not what gets people jumping up and down to sign up for the program, right? What gets people jumping up and down to sign up for the program is I'm going to help you lose weight and keep that weight off for good. That's what gets people excited because they go, yeah, I don't want to weigh this much. I want to be healthy. I want to look good. I want to have energy. Oh, you're going to have accountability to help me get there. Great. But like, I just want the goal. I want that outcome. Do you see the difference there? So what you sell is all about it's all about how you sell it right you can pretty much sell anything in the world i I have an email i think it's the first email that i send out when people like subscribe to my email list i think um it's one of the very early ones i don't remember which one exactly but i have an email that talks about this and it i found a while ago i discovered that there's a company out there that literally i kid you not it sells poop and then mails it to people. And there is an entire business out there whose job it is to sell poop, which I think is just hilarious, it's so weird. Point being, there's a business out there that sells poop and there's they still exist, so they clearly are doing well enough that they still exist. So if someone can go out there and make a living off of selling poop, <laughs> you could probably make a business run selling something far more valuable than poop, okay? So it's not necessarily about exactly what you sell, it's about how you sell it. It's about how you market it, what the messaging is, how you connect with people, how they perceive what it is that you have to offer. So that's the third thing that you really need to get right. And this is this is like the crucial part because like I say, if you get this right, you can literally sell whatever you want. And someone is gonna buy it because they're gonna think that it's important. And of course, you need to have the like the actual deliverables behind it. You need to have the weight behind it that's that actually backs up what you're selling but point being if you if you write the copy correctly if you get the content right like i say you could sell poop and make a living off of that which is kind of weird but pretty cool so there's hope for you <laughs> take that as an encouraging message there's hope for you whatever business you're in i promise it's more valuable than than like a box of poop so that's thing number 3 fourth thing is how you grow So it's all well and good to have that small audience that you have right now. And it's great. And you're building those connections. You're building those relationships. But at some point, you need to expand. You need a bigger audience. You need more people in your space. This is just the nature of business as well, that we should be constantly evolving and growing. Now, it's not a race to the top. It's not a competition to see who has the biggest audience. You can have a very successful business with a small following, but even small followings are growing because you need. To bring new people into your space um, and especially at the beginning if you only have one offer that people aren't necessarily going to purchase over and over again then you need new people to sell to ideally you also then want like tiered offers so that after an entry-level offer there's more opportunities for people to buy things from you to work with you um, so you're not so you can sell to the same people over and over again with different things but you also want to You want to be expanding your space and growing. And so the fourth thing that we will look at, um, that we look at in the program, the fourth thing that you need to get um, a grasp on to really start seeing the wheels turning is how do you grow? How do you bring people into your space? Especially if you are very early days and that audience that following is small or even maybe you're starting completely from scratch and that audience is zero. (laughs) How do you grow? How do you get started? And so this is looking at the ways to, I don't like to say this phrase, I need to find a better phrase for it. Ways to generate leads would be like the kind of marketing term for it. I find it's very impersonal. Um, I don't like It, it makes people feel like a bit of a, like a number in the system versus a person, which I don't like. But anyway, growing your audience, building more connections, how do you do that? And so this is going to be, you're going to do this really with either using other people's audiences or with a freebie that you can share with people and bring them into your space. Ideally, you need to be bringing people into your space so that you can connect with them and grow with them. So whether your space is your Instagram profile, a Facebook group, your email list, a podcast, anything like that. It's somewhere where it's your space and you can nurture them in that environment you can get to know them you get to share your expertise you get to share your personality all those kinds of things and you um get to grow with them and help them and pour into them and that's when they build enough trust that they decide that they want to work with you because they need what you have to offer you're giving them all this amazing stuff for free you're just pouring into them as a person as a business owner um you know whatever it is that you help them with and you're giving them that help in a in a confined way but you're giving them help and then after that they decide yeah i want more of this i want more of you i want that access to you can i work with you so that's kind of the way that that how you grow component works right you bring people into your space that maybe don't know you yet um but they're interested in things that you've got to offer and then you nurture them you pour into them and then they go yeah I'm ready, let's do this. So those are the four most important things, those are the four pillars really of every business. Every like I say, every successful business business will have these four things, and every unsuccessful business will not have one of these things done correctly. Um, because there's lots of other like bells and whistles and frills and things that you can look at to help your business succeed. There's lots of different things, but at the core of it, you need to know who you are. You need to know who you serve. You need to know what you sell and you need to know how you grow. And if you can get those four components right, they don't need to be perfect. Like, let's just put that disclaimer out there. It doesn't need to be perfect right away for you to start making money. You can refine this and and evolve it as you go, but you need to have a core foundation (laughs) to start from so that you can test, you can adapt, you can perfect it over time. So you need to have these four things in place to get that ball rolling and to start seeing those people come into your world that that want to work with you that need your help and that are ready to sign up to do that with you so as you're watching this training if you have questions please put them in the comments I'd love to be able to help and answer and like help you think about these things if you are interested in going through this program with me Um, I would love to do that. I go one-on-one through these components. I also have a Facebook group for six months of support. So there'll be group calls. You can ask questions, have me review things in that group as well. So I have a lot of support to help you go through these things and get those pillars established for your business so that you can get those things rolling so that you can get that first sale if you haven't had that sale yet. You can get the more regular sales if you're just in that process of tweaking and refining. That's what I want to help you do. (laughs) Like This is is my wheelhouse. This is what I've done with loads of businesses before. I've done this for myself and I want to do this with you. If you don't want to work in that program right now, that's also totally fine. Do make sure that you come along to the workshops that I'm running each month. It's going to go through each of these components um, and a whole bunch of other components in more depth. So the next one coming up, like I say, is the calling workshop that's going to be later this month in February. I believe it's the I believe it's the 28th. It might actually be the very end of February. Um, I'll double check on the date, but there'll be more information coming out about that in the next couple of weeks. So you can get registered for that. If you would like to dig into um, who you serve more, like I say, the workshop, the January workshop was a lot of fun. We had a really good time together looking into brand voices. And so the next step is um, our audience. And so I want to be able to help you with that too. So keep an eye out for information on that. and yeah, if you have any questions right now, let me just I, I can answer them. Desiree, I see you've popped a question in there. How do you market slash network in other groups? That's a good question. Um, and so we can dig into this in a lot of depth in, in Voxer together. So um, but I'll answer just kind of briefly. Um, what you're gonna want to do is find like find Facebook groups that your ideal people would be hanging out. That's kind of the primary thing because there's two different types of Facebook groups that you can join, really. There's groups that you can join that you want to get information from. So this could be like a, a student group for like a program that you're in or resources that you're interested in. So I'm in like mom Facebook groups to learn about like mum related things like sleep training and how to feed my baby and, you know, all sorts of things like that. There's groups like business groups where I want to learn from a particular person. So I go to their group to learn things from them. So that's one category of group. Then there's a second category of group where your people are going for that information. So you want to make sure that you're in both spaces. One, so that you can, you know, learn and grow yourself. But two, because you want to be able to show up in the places where other people are looking for you, <laughs> or would be looking for you. And once you're in those groups, you're going to want to share content that um, inspires them, that connects with them, that um, kind of just puts you on their radar so that they kind of know that you exist and that you do something that they're interested in. And so you really want to just pour into people in those Facebook groups. You want to give away information, not always like tips and tricks, because sometimes people I don't, people don't always read those kinds of posts. Really, you want to just be creating posts that are connecting with them. So giving them some insight into things that you're doing, things that you're working on, things that are helpful for them. So those kinds of posts. Um, and through that, they're going to be in those groups looking for information. They're going to see you pop up and they're going to be interested. Now they're not necessarily going to go from like A to Z straight away. They're not necessarily going to go, oh, you know, Desiree's made a post about this. I need to work with her, right? Because the nurturing process can take, can take some time, right? But what you want to do in those groups is use those groups to bring people into your space and do the selling in your space. So use other people's groups to provide value, to provide that information and serve people. And and then connect with them, bring them into your world. And then you can build those relationships and sell to them in your space, because that's your, that's your like area of authority. So does that make sense, Desiree? And like I say, we can, we can like dig into all the specifics for you, particularly um, in Voxer together, um, or on our calls that we have as well. But um, does that help for now? (laughs) And if that, if that, if you've got more questions on that, do let me know. thanks for hanging out. If this conversation blessed you in any way, would you do me a huge favor and go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? It's the only real way I get to know that you're enjoying the show and I know what episodes you like, what content you're interested in, and it would be so meaningful to me to hear from you. So I would love if you would go do that. Also, be sure to head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Sarah B community to join the faith-filled business community. It would be such an honor to hang out with you there too. Have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode.